What do other coaches think of Jeff Halfley? And some Clemson preview time here on Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Thank you all for listening, and thank you for making us your first listen every morning. We hope to give you all the Boston College news and analysis that you need five days a week, and I'm proud to do it for you. On today's show, we're going to look at some of the things that other coaches in high school have been saying about Jeff Halfley and how it compares to Steve Adazio, and we're going to get our opening preview of the Clemson game on Saturday. But before we do that, let's kind of check out the news around Boston College. Now, the big news, Saturday's game, unfortunately, is on the ACC network. I know some of you folks were hoping that new commissioner Jim Phillips, who hoped to get this done, was going to get this network onto Comcast. Unfortunately, that did not happen. And for those who don't have the game, they're going to be stuck without it. So, I feel bad. I really do. Because I know some of you have reached out. They've said, you know, when you're on Comcast, you know, some of you have like homeowners associations where you have to have their cable, which stinks, but that's what it is. And some of you don't want to get into streaming. And I totally get it because look at look at YouTube TV right now. That's what I have. They just dropped NBC and all the NBC channels because of their feud. So I get it. You need to get cable. Some of the cable cut packages don't have what you need. Hopefully soon you will get that Boston College ACC Network games, but it won't be for this week. So find a bar if you can. You know, if you're not comfortable with being out inside, maybe you can find an outdoor one. Hopefully the weather will be nice. You can go outside and watch the game. Um, or, hey, if you can get down to Death Valley, do that too. And it's it's only September, but let's talk a little bit ho- hockey right now. Some of the hockey news came out this week as the uh, preseason men's hockey poll came out and Boston College is third. This year, now they're behind the other school down, Comav, the Terriers, and UMass, who is the defending national championship. These are voted on um, by USCO and USA Today as well, where they were ranked seventh nationally and eighth by USA Today. So Boston College, they're going to be starting up soon. They they have their first exhibition game against AIC on October second, and then the season itself opens in only a couple weeks on the eighth through the ninth. Uh, in the Icebreaker Tournament where they play in Worcester, which is right down the road from me. I should probably go and check out the games. Now, in one of those moments today during the press conference of Jeff Halfley, he said something that I wanted to bring up as another piece of news. And I know a lot of you are are thinking about this, and that is how successful he will be and where that will lead him in terms of leaving Boston College. Now, today he said... About Dabo Sweeney, he said, I kind of look up to him, what he's done at Clemson and where he's taken it and built it and stayed there and the consistency. I mean, I think it's awesome rather than a guy that's probably could have jumped around here or there. I just loved how he said that. You know why? Because if you're hoping that Jeff Halfley uh, stays at Boston College, he just basically said that he respects Dabo Sweeney for staying in one spot. And you hope that if Boston College continues to grow after a win like Mizzou, that they continue to uh, get better, that Halfley will stay around. But, you know, I've always said Boston College is a stepping stone program, that they're a program that, you know, any good coach is going to go and go someplace else. I mean, look at what happened with Ryan Day. He ended up at Ohio State. But with Halfley, 
maybe the school will change kind of how they're viewing things. We've lost coaches here before, you know, from a variety of reasons, from being fired uh, to losing their job because they're too good, as Jeff Jagosinski, to not being able to afford them and losing them to NC State like Tom, uh, Tom O'Brien did. Now, Boston College really needs to look at themselves in the mirror when it comes down to it. And I think it's going to come this offseason, what they're going to do with Jeff Halfley. Because maybe he won't get poached this year, but you need to show him that you are serious about your commitment to him. And that means paying the man. So whatever you're paying him, if if his um, output continues to show that he's a good coach, that he's a coach that can do a lot... Pay the man. Do it Do it to a level that Boston College has never done. They're doing it all around the program already. They're paying assistants at a level they've never done before, both in basketball and football. Let's do it for the football head coach, too. So maybe if Boston College can make that kind of offer, the kind of offer that Iowa State has done with Matt Campbell, that Northwestern has done with Pat Fitzgerald, that will keep Jeff Halfley here and happy. Because if Jeff Halfley can be here and happy, Boston College football is going to continue to grow. They're going to hit the they're going to hit new marks and on the recruiting trail. And as we saw against Mizzou, they're going to continue to do it on the field as well. So, I I, I loved how he said that quote about Dabo because you know maybe it's just a, a you know a coach speak, but I I would love to see uh, Boston College respond to that by supporting Jeff Halfley and keeping him here. Now, in a moment, we're going to continue talking about Halfley because I want to talk about. A article that came out in The Athletic that talked about what coaches in New Jersey high schools think of the head coach. So this is a recruiting talk you're not going to want to miss. But we're back and better than ever, and all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today or receive your 100% welcome bonus using promo code NFL100. That's odds in a... Nice bonus you're not going to beat anywhere else. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 21 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College. Thank you again for making us your first listen every morning. And if you have listened to us already and you want something else after this, let me recommend Locked On ACC. It's hosted by Candace Cooper and a great um, rotation of other co-hosts from around the Locked On Network. We all join. I'm on there on Wednesdays to talk about ACC sports. And we talk about all the teams. So if you want to hear about one of the most complexing conferences in college football, you need to listen to Locked On ACC. It's a podcast I love listening to Locked On NC State host Kenton Gibbs, who is a former Wolfpack defensive lineman. He is great. Drizzy Drake from Locked On FSU and Tyler Aki from Locked On Syracuse. JJ Johnson from De- uh, Duke. There are so many great hosts. You need to check them out because I think you're going to enjoy all of them. Check out Locked On ACC on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Locked On Boston College here. AJ Black, we are talking about Jeff Halfley. And we were. T- I just mentioned that I think he's a coach that deserves a big raise after the season, no matter what really happens. So on Tuesday, Nicole Arbeck, excuse me, on Monday, Nicole Arbeck of The Athletic, an excellent reporter, 
I released an article and I'm not going to give you all of the details of it because it's behind a paywall, but I'm going to give you kind of pieces of what we what we heard about and kind of extrapolate my points from what it said so you can kind of get a better understanding of Jeff Halfley and what he does in on the recruiting trail because I thought the article brought up some really good points. So the way the article set up was that the uh, athletic interviewed, I think it was eight coaches from the New Jersey area from high schools and talked to them about what coaches they like, what coaches they don't like, who they impress them and why they like certain coaches. Give you a good overall view of um, where things are at. It didn't get into specifics of like, you know, overall like, conclusions of it, but it let you kind of make it, and I'll kind of give you my conclusions based off of what they said. So first of all, let's look at our old football coach, and that's Steve Adazio, who clearly did not have a good relationship with coaches in New Jersey. Um, He got ripped a handful of times, and he's not even coaching in this area anymore, but they, one of them called him, um, said, Adazio is another guy I don't like. Steve is the most arrogant man I've ever met in my life. He could piss off the Pope. Uh, so for all of you Boston College fans out there that thought Steve Adazio was arrogant, this came up a couple times during the articles. Uh, he did not give a good impression. And I think you heard that sometimes, too, with the way the players who left Boston College, what they've said, remember when he got fired, uh, you heard pieces of that. So Adazio, he's kind of a gruff guy. He's an old school coach. We all know that. So that's kind of where he's at. Now, this talked more extensively because he's still a current coach about Jeff Halfley. So what did they say about Jeff Halfley? First of all, the first thing you should know, it wasn't 100% positive about him. One coach called him a snake oil salesman. And, you know, hey, they could, you know, but another coach, many of them really liked them. Uh, There was one coach specifically that said that he thought that Halfley was a genuine guy. He thought he was very heartfelt. He liked the way he coached. Uh, He also improved. the other coach that they mentioned from Boston College was Joe Daly, who is Boston College's primary recruiter in the New Jersey area. You know, he's a former St. Peter's prep coach. Uh, they loved him. They thought he was a good coach as well. So you saw the positives. They thought that, you know, Halfley really connects. And then the negatives. There was a few that just said, there were two actually that said they don't like Jeff Halfley. One of them called him a snake oil salesman and one just said, I don't like him. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk about the negatives too, because I think, you need to understand some logistics behind why a coach uh, might not like them. Now, one person said to me, it's probably because Caffley wouldn't kiss the ring. Now, you remember, like any coach, these head coaches have egos. It doesn't matter if they're NFL, college, or high school. College, high, high school coaches have egos too. And so if Halfley is not down there, like saying that he's the godsend, uh, the high school coach is not the godsend of all football, that coach may not be turned off. It might be a personality clash that wh- might, why, why these coaches, that coach might not like him. Another reason is Halfley may, uh, there's that whole process with, with, with recruiting, right? Where BC may offer 125 kids, but they can't take 125 kids. And maybe that coach thought, hey, this kid would be great. He got offered from BC, but he wasn't high on BC's list. So his spot got taken up. That could piss that coach off. There's other things that could happen as well. Maybe Halfley moved on from a kid. Maybe he uh, got turned off because of something else. There's a million different things, and it does not mean Jeff Halfley is a bad recruiter in that area. It just means that there's a coach they don't like, and that happened all over the place. I mean, they said the same thing about James Franklin. They say the same thing about Pat Narduzzi. Um, they seem to all like Greg Schiano, but that they're all New Jersey coaches, and he's the head coach of the, the state school of New Jersey, so that made sense. But 
I thought it was really interesting how positive, for the most part, the coaches were about um, Jeff Halfley. Now, unfortunately, the piece about this article was you couldn't tell who's which coach it was because there was one coach that seriously every single question they asked was, I love Boston College. I love Jeff Halfley. I, ho- I love Joe Daly. So whoever this coach is, hope that they have some four or five star recruits coming down the pipeline because that coach is going to be pushing them all towards Boston College. Uh, just thought that was really interesting the way he he put that together. And, you know, all these coaches, they say what they want, but I think what was important is that at the end of the day, you look at the results. Boston College right now has a top 25 recruiting class. Um, Steve Wiltfong of 247 Sports wrote a whole article praising the direction of Boston College recruiting, showing that this program is going in the right direction, especially after that win against Mizzou, where 40 recruits saw BC win that spectacular game. And you, t- I've talked to all of them. It's up on our premium boards. They were so pumped about this. So you get the big wins it starts to resonate. So Halfley's forming relationships. The results are showing up. His recruiting is going to continue to build. And when they continue to build, you're going to win more games. You're going to win more games. Your recruiting grows. It, it cycles like that, right? Obviously, that's what's going to happen. So my point, going back to the first point that I said in that first segment, you got to pay Jeff Halfley because his, his results are improving on the recruiting trail. His results are improving on the field. You're getting Boston College into the national uh, conversation again. They are no longer the joke of college football. They are a presence. They're a team that's winning some games. And the man on top, he's the one that's putting it all together. So pay Jeff Halfley. Now, in a moment, we're going to look at next week's game. On Saturday, Boston College is going to face off against Clemson in a game that really, you know, we talked about Missouri being the most important game. This one has just jumped right up there. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. But if we're talking about great things, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And for a limited time, you can try the coconut cookie chunk. uh, Sorry, the cookie dough chunk, not coconut. And it is delicious. It it literally is my favorite flavor. I have two boxes in my my car that I have as a midday snack. But if you don't like those and you want to try something different, you need to try the nine other delicious flavors they have, including coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and sour salted caramel. There's something for everyone. And if you don't know which one you want to try, get their mix box. You get two of each. You can figure out which one you like the best. They come with 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs. How are you going to beat that? That's good for a keto diet or for those health-conscious guys and gals out there. And when you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. Did you know that we are on YouTube? Just type in Locked On Boston College and hit that subscribe button. On YouTube, it's free. It's not like a paid account. You just get it free. You'll get all of the our, our podcasts sent directly to you. So your little homework from AJ, head over to YouTube.com. Even if you're not a big user of YouTube, hit subscribe. The more subscribers I get, the more people that are going to find out about Locked On Boston College, the more people that find out about Locked On Boston College, the more people I can have on as guests, the bigger the show becomes, the more enjoyable it becomes. So check out Locked On Boston College on YouTube. Your job is to hit that subscribe button after you finish listening to this episode. Now, our final segment, we're going to, it's now, we're moving past Mizzou. It's on to Clemson. For the third straight season, Boston College gets the unenviable role of heading to Death Valley. How the heck did the Eagles get that, draw that lot? Boston College gets to play in a stadium where no one has won since 2016. Pittsburgh was the last ACC team to beat 
Clemson at Death Valley. So, and they they have a thirty game winning streak going on. But you know, heading into this game, the excitement is already rolling. Even though the BetOnline.ag spread is fifteen and a half, it just feels like the momentum has swung. As Clemson has won two games, they beat uh, Georgia Tech in a very close game that they almost lost, and they beat an FCS squad. And then they lost to Georgia, who could be the best team in the country right now with easily the best defense. And they lost last week to NC State. But Boston College, they're 4-0. They they have, you know, all the momentum heading into this game. They just beat Missouri. They, you know, they're playing at, at their top level. And Clemson, to be honest, they're struggling. They look not like the same Clemson team. DJ Uyagugule, their quarterback, has thrown only three touchdown passes his entire season. He's only averaging, I think, like 160 yards per game. He does not look like the heir apparent to Trevor Lawrence. And the offensive line has, let's just be frank, has kind of stunk for Clemson as he's been hit and, and pressured. Now, they've let up nine sacks, but I think like six of them were against Georgia. So that's not really a good barometer of how poorly the Clemson defense uh, offensive line has played. But that offense is is been uh, inconsistent to say the most. Uh, say the least, excuse me. Tony Elliott, their offensive coordinator, has come under fire the last few weeks because the offense just does not look that good. Now, to be fair, when you look at Clemson, their defensive line looks fantastic. Now, there's some question marks there, too. As good as Brent Venable's defense has been, James Skalski is hurt, but he's, he should be ready to play, but maybe he's not 100%. Tyler Breezy and, uh, sorry, uh, Brian Breeze and Tyler Davis, there's two starting defensive tackles, otherworldly defensive tackles, but easily, you know, NFL-level calibers, are both out. They both have uh, big-time injuries. They're going to keep them out for many weeks and so they're going to miss those guys. Will Shipley, their starting uh, running back, a five-star recruit, is also out. You're going to get a Clemson team that is not complete. Now, I, I see that, though, and I get a little bit um, skeptical because Clemson, they may miss some of their five stars, but this is a team that is absolutely loaded. So they may lose their starting defensive tackle, but they got another four or five star right behind him that's ready to play that maybe we haven't seen and seen how good they really are. So I don't want to say that injuries are going to be a huge factor for Clemson going into this game, but it's interesting to note that they're missing guys too. But it's fair to say too that Boston College is missing quite a few. So you've got all this amalgamation of things that are going into this game and it makes it interesting. It's a night game. So Clemson fans... As um, as skeptical as they are, they love their Tigers. And a night game in Death Valley, they're going to be an they're amped up for this because the season is not over for the Tigers. They're only ranked 25th, and for many, they don't think they should be ranked at all. But they could reboot their season right now against Boston College. They could get everything turned around. As Jeff Hathley said in his press conference today, Clemson has just been a tick away on many different plays, and they're just waiting to get it going again. And against a defense like Boston College, who made some plays last week but still looks kind of iffy at times, Clemson could score some points. So I'm really interested to see where this game goes. At the beginning of the year, I said that BC is not going to beat Clemson. I don't know so much now. You know, I still don't think I'm going to pick BC to beat Clemson, but this game is going to be really close. Uh, you know, I have a side bet with Zach Lentz of SI uh, Clemson, who at the beginning of the year told me that BC is going to lose by 28 points to Clemson. Now, Clemson is averaging 20 points a game right now as an offense, so I feel like I get this one, don't you? I think, I, I think I'm going to win this bet. Um, so, here we go. The game, we're going to start talking more about this game as we continue. Eric Hoffs will be back 
on Friday. He ha- we had a miscommunication, a.k.a. Um, something happened where Eric couldn't come on the show uh, on Friday. You're going to get to hear his thoughts, his analysis. I love having Eric on. Uh, we've gone back for years, so you're going to hear that. On tomorrow's show, we'll continue to break down this game. Any news and uh, notes from um, the BC Clemson uh, walk up to the game. Check that out. We will also hopefully have another Boston College recruit on to talk about his journey to Boston College. I'll let you know as soon as I hear back about that. And, you know, everything else that you're going to want to know about Saturday's game. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked On Boston College. Also, check out my work at bcbulletin.com, part of the Sports Illustrated and Fan Nation Network. I hope you enjoyed my work there. This is AJ Black. You can find me at AJ Black underscore BC. My site is BC Bulletin. And Locked On BC is where you get all your tweets and good information about the Locked On Boston College podcast. Thank you all again for making us part of your daily routine and making us your first listen. After the show, check out Locked On Celtics with John Corrales. I love him. He's one of my favorite podcasters of all time. He's a great guy to listen to. And with Celtics right around the corner, check it out. I will be too. So thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.